Welcome back to the Mortgages, Money and More podcast. I'm Jason Murgatroyd, Financial Advisor at CS Retirement Solutions. So this is our first podcast of 2021. Woohoo! And today we're doing things a little bit different. So normally it's Craig and guests, but today we're turning the tables and I'm hosting and Craig is going to be the guest. So welcome to the podcast, Craig. Did I agree to this? I can't remember agreeing to you taking over this podcast. No, I'm joking. Hi, Jason. You okay? Yeah, very well. Thanks yourself. Good. I think it's going to be very difficult uh, the, for me not taking control of these sort of situations. Being the control freak that I am, I think it's going to be interesting oh, for me. Just not lay to, uh, back and, and relax, Greg. Control. I am. I am. I'm going to get comfy in my chair. That's exactly what I'm going to do. First podcast of 2021 and starts to go on. In answer to your question, I'm good. Thanks, Jason. How are you? Fantastic. I'm very well indeed. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm glad to be over the uh, Christmas and New Year's celebrations. I don't know what yours were like, but it was one big party. So it's a relief, really, to get into 2021. How was yours, Craig? Yeah, it was good. A uh, bit of a quiet one, but as I think people's. I'm guessing so yeah it was quite one but as always too much eating too much drinking and was really good thank you very much really good yeah I think that the moment for me when it was really just seeing 2020 out and, and bringing 2021 in was a massive moment for me we've seen some huge challenges haven't we, in 2020 and yeah it's just a relief and yeah I'm just really pleased that we're in this new 2021 so I totally agree with that I think there's quite a lot of people that are, I think most people are glad to be uh, to see the back of 2020 and the new year celebrations I think made a little bit more meant a little bit more this year for for most people so I think people have now got the hopes of 2021 and the the new year and you know what I was watching the you watch these programs on telly approaching the the new year's eve sort of celebration and there's always that one that comes on showing you that people celebrities and, and famous people have passed away it always gets me every year does that and yeah, when I was looking at that and I was just shocked at some of the people that I saw that are no longer with us, some real greats. But that led me, yeah, that led me to just looking back and just thinking about some of the things that have happened over 2020. Obviously, there's the big one, but there were so many other things that were happening last year and going on around us that it just was, it seemed like a crazy world, didn't it? It certainly did. I, don't, I think the start of this year is going to be a similar sort of in a similar sort of vein, who knows what's happening with tears, lockdowns and all the rest of it. But I think people are just having, it was a crazy year, totally agree with you. And I think people are just trying to, it's always wiping the slate clean. Let's just wipe the slate clean. Let's hopefully 2021, it gets back to normality because I think we will get back to normality. I know people talk about, oh, the new norm and the new normality and stuff like that. No, that, we will get back to normality because we're creatures of habit normality for us will be losing the masks losing the the whole social distancing and get back to sports get back to entertainments get back to the arenas all those sorts of things that is normality we won't rest until we get back to that state with vaccine and the hopes of the vaccines and and what's going on really yeah forward thinking and yeah Obviously, every now and then we reflect, don't we? We look backwards and there's still some positives that come out of 2020. God bless him, Boris Johnson. They had a child, him and Carrie, didn't they, and got engaged, so... I completely forgot all about that. Yeah, you're right, they did. I, I never even entered my head that they saw... Didn't they have, they have the dog on the Christmas card, didn't they, as well? That was it, yeah. They, yeah, yeah. so I don't know what positive Meghan and Harry left the UK. No, that's not my personal opinion, but yeah, it depends how you feel about that. That situation, I think we're divided, yeah, around the country on that one. Again, so I think you've really got to 
pull on the positives and, and I think looking forward, we'll reflect on 2020. But yeah, the focus is well and truly now on 2021. But having said that, yeah, from CS Financial Group's point of view, you guys, you really had some big changes in 2020, didn't you, Craig? Just, yeah, it was a, it's, I think, for everybody a challenging year, but for us, it was, for the business and for people within the business, it was a really great year. We broke records in terms of, from a business point of view, we, we started the year as a mortgage business, mortgage and protection with 10 advisors, we start the year, and then we end the year, and we're starting 2021 with 20 advisors, including four financial advisors, so the the pensions and investment arm of the, the businesses sort of going from strength to strength and growing. So yeah, from that point of view, also, we just not only, we we, we start the business in the Leeds area, Teesside, York, and in between, we then moved across to the, the Northwest. It became very powerful for us as we ended last year and will continue into this year as well in the Northeast. For me, 2020, what and um, for the business was a really, real big success because, like I said, we broke records, bigger business. We've now we're starting the year with other things as well going on, which we'll talk about. But yeah, I look back on 2020 with fondness, shall we say? Fondness is a nice word. So, what what anniversary did you celebrate then for the business in 2020? What? How many years? Three years. So we started trading in July 2017, and three and a half years now. Three and a half years. So how many advisors were there then at the beginning? We started with myself and Siobhan and Eve. So the first meeting we had in Leeds that put a smile on my face is just, we <laughs> was in a, is in Cafe Nero, I seem to recall. And yeah, there was the three of us. And that's how it started with Siobhan and Eve, both mortgage and protection advisors. Uh, I was back advising again, which I really enjoyed and was good and entertaining. Yeah, that's how we started. Lisa then quickly came on board. I think by September, yeah, we were then four, five, six, fairly quickly, I think, in terms of 2017. I can remember our initial conversations, Jason. I know exactly what I was doing when we first started talking about Can you picking up our relationship well? again, shall we say? Shall we say picking up our relationship again from good old days? Well... So then, obviously, coming into 2020, then you were up to 10 advisors. Yes, it was, yes. So that's quite a step up. It was good. Always go back to the fact that I was very lucky. I still am now very lucky with the firm of the people that work within the firm. We're 10 advisors that we started 2020, all gone very well. Good old days of having uh, Christmas parties and uh, things like that. So exactly, meetings at Race in the Sunshine, which we will get back to. So yeah, it, it was interesting idea at that time. We had no, we talked about the wealth part of this retirement solutions, the wealth solutions, so the pension investment side of the, the business. We talked about that. We talked a lot about equity release and doing that. So that they were all plans for 2020. As I sit back and look at my business plan for 2020 yeah all those things were were setting it with their hopes and dreams so what were the reasons looking what were the reasons behind the sort of expansion going from three advisors up to 10 advisors and then branching out into wealth advice as well is it due to demand and you know what's been the driving force behind that development and move forward with the business i think it's hard to put an actual 
I think I've been very lucky. Like I've said before, very lucky that sort of things have gone the way that they've gone through. And that's not just down to me and the luck I've had. It's lucky with everybody that's joined the firm and worked within the firm. Definitely. I think I'm like, and I will admit it on this podcast that I am a bit of a control freak. I think I admitted it on the, the last one that I did with Shanine as well, the the client journey one that we did last time. I am a bit of a control freak. And I think the big thing for me is having a business that we can, a client buys into business, buys into the trust of their advisor, buys into that brand. And I think whether it's financial services or whatever it is, whatever you do, people, once people are bought into that brand and you've got that trust, they're more likely to then use you and use other services that you are offered to the to those clients. So I think, like I said, if you look at going back, it was just when we first started out, both Siobhan and Eve was in Leeds, I was in Teesside, and then it just grew Lisa in Leeds, Mark in, and Natalie East Yorkshire, then yourself in the North Leeds area and Skipton, sort of Keithley Way. And we just grew the sort of the footprint of the firm, really. And that was the the, the big thing for me was looking at how we can, whatever part of the, the country people are from, whatever part of the process they're in, whatever product they need from a financial services point of view it's important to me that we able to offer that service within the firm because as soon as you go to refer to somebody else or refer it on to a third party whatever that might be it then just takes that control of it and that just scares me it's like this solicitors is a great example that we we can't control solicitors solicitors are a bit of their own entity and a little bit of a frustration is that fair to say so there's a lot of frustration. They're one of the cogs in the machine, aren't they? And yeah, sometimes they're, they're not quite working at the in synchronization with the other cogs, I suppose is one analogy to put it like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you are absolutely right. I think we just, I think because of the pace that we work at as a business and for our clients, I think we, yeah, we just want like-minded businesses that we want to work with. So, so that's why as a firm, it was always important for the brand that we offered an array of services, shall we say. And we had specialists within that part of the thing as well. So we did have specialists that are offering those services as well. So yes, there's there's still mortgage and protection advisors, but we do have specialists within that as well that do focus on what certain areas of the firm. Does that answer your question, Jason? Because I'm not, I'm getting used to answering. I'm normally asking, not answering. Yeah, I'm getting used to this. I'm getting used to it. I don't think you are getting used to it. But no, I think you're absolutely right in terms of Brandon. We see it everywhere we go, don't we, these days. One that jumps to mind, Mr. Dyson, bless him, years ago, mighty fine vacuum cleaner from Mr. Dyson. And who'd have thought it a few years later, you'd be buying hair dryers and hair curlers and maybe not yourself, Craig, but... I was just wondering then, I was just going to ask them, when did you get your hair curler, your Dyson hair curler, mate? I had to actually just use the straighteners, but no, that's good. And so geographically now? No, Dyson's a good sort of analogy because, like you say, the, 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 theirs is very... Actually, to be fair, Dyson is... I've had the pleasure of using, or the unfortunate pleasure of using Dyson's customer service for an issue that I had, and their customer service was unbelievable. It is second to none in terms of the service and their whole journey, and my experience as a client was very good, and it just then becomes you become then more loyal to that brand because of how they dealt with the situation when I needed them to deal with the situation. I then won't now, would I ever consider buying another brand of hair straighteners or hair curlers or then obviously I'm 
joking, but yeah, but you tend to stay with that brand that you know because they dealt with you very well at the time of need. Yeah, shall we say? So you took the product initially because you liked the product and the product performed well and. When it didn't, that's when the after-sales kicked in, didn't it? So, yeah, seeing that it's connected throughout the service or the journey that you've got with Dyson or whether it be CS Financial Group, it's very much connected from start right through to if ever you have any problems and ongoing service and all the rest of it. So it's actually a really good analogy to, to be to be using. Did you have a long thought about process about that, Chase? Because you have, you have come up with a good analogy there, and I never thought about the Dyson one before. I thought you might have come up with Apple, because as I know... Everything, literally everything in your kit bag has an apple on it. That was in my, the back of my mind thinking, mm-hmm. when you said Dyson, my automatic reaction was Apple. However, I bought more into the Dyson thing, but I'm not going to say I'm going to buy a Dyson Fan. phone. Or a, <laughs> but that's a great analogy. So what I want, you did touch on geographical locations now, and it, pretty much as you described it, you're looking literally coast to coast, aren't you? We are, yeah. We we are coast to coast from Goodmat in Blackpool, which you can't get much more further on the I know my geography west coast, and then we've got Franco in Whitley Bay. So you're not going to get much more on the east coast than than that, and obviously then travelling down the country with Mark and Natalie in East Yorkshire, and then yeah, we are coast to coast and obviously i'm in the business so i see a lot of the things that are going on within the business and i I notice a lot of advisors are doing business with clients that literally at the other end of the country there are sort of no limitations are there i believe in terms of geographics with giving your advice not much i think that's one of the it's a great point jason to to bring up because one of the things i've been very keen on from the start was about Zoom meetings, advice over the phone, didn't matter where you were located, we could, you would still get that same five-star service from us as a firm. And we was advocates of that. We were using Teams and we were using Zoom before the pandemic and, and what's gone on. So I wish I had shares in Zoom actually before before the start of the pandemic, to be fair. It's funny you say that because I, I do dabble in a few shares. It's not a secret and other things too. But I did buy some shares in Zoom and, and purely and simply, yeah, I did. No, I did. Yeah, it's a great success story. But the only reason, it was on a whim, really, that I bought them. But it was because at the time I was familiar with the Zoom because we were using it constantly, weren't we? So you're right. You were there at the forefront, really. It was just because, like I say, it's it's important. We just didn't want to limit it, limit our advice to the north. At the end of the day, you, it doesn't really matter where you're sat. We can still within reason obviously but it doesn't matter where you sat in the uk we can still offer you that same advice service and the trusted brand that we have from every aspect of the, the financial services so yeah it is we're not limited to just the north however they say he's been really lucky with the pandemic with the covid that it has people are more accepting now than ever before of virtual appointments we're all using team zoom or whatever the case would be for our work life so it seems to be more acceptable for from our clients that they they use that within their personal life as well from a financial advice point of view it's a great thing to bring up that jason because we were doing that already so it just it does put a smile on my face that actually we were quite quick to converse in that way with our clients because it's something that we did already we already had a system where clients would log on to put their own portal upload the documents we didn't need to see them we didn't need to we already got electronic id sorted out verification all those sorts of things we were then set up ready as a firm to deal with the pandemic which 
in hindsight, again, was just very lucky that we were in that position, really. And it's just through the thoughts of technology and where we, we wanted to take the business that get, got us into that lucky situation. So that's good. How's your Zoom doing now? How's your Zoom shares doing now? Oh, I sold them, Craig. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is the sort of investor I am. Once I start to see the, the pound signs, yeah, accumulating, that's it. I'm like, I love that out. So, yeah. Bitcoin's been well for you as well, then. Have you? Yeah. See, you didn't listen to me, did you? <laughs> no we didn't no i didn't no i didn't okay non-believers say that on board. so sounding listening to all of that 2020 yeah it has its challenges cs financial group definitely seems to have grown throughout 2020 and looks set to continue to grow so obviously now we're in 2021 so yeah what sort of plans can you touch on then that you've got for the business moving forward i think that no revolution in terms of major changes within the brand it's just continuing our trusted brand and the trust and feedback we get from our clients so we will continue to use platforms like Trustpilot for things like reviewing feedback so i think that will continue people buy into that and that will just continue looking for those five stars um reviews so we'll continue looking looking at that the, the big challenges for us and the big changes so to speak for us are the growth of the wealth arm so the pension investment side of things which we did launch just as covid hit didn't we so we were with the whole brand everything got launched the beginning of april which was a great time to launch a brand from a pension investment point of view but we'll just continue to grow that part of the business we'll launch in a new brand so cs wealth solutions will get launched early this year as and love new websites and things like that so again it's just making sure that we're offering our clients the overall service from not only from a mortgage and protection point of view but from their the future point of view as well with their pensions and also the, their investments right now and the returns they're getting so that's a big thing for us to grow in sort of the 2021 and that we're growing that really with the clients that have already bought into the brand so their clients that have already taken mortgage and protection that we help them out with the mortgage and protection needs help them find the houses all we've done all the things we talk about like home finder service and all those sorts of things we're just offering that now that the overall financial service and financial advice to those clients and generating new ones as well other exciting things that the podcasting is here to stay so well and truly yeah absolutely got no plans to change that our subscribers are you seeing do you get sort of reports on figures i was going to say viewing figures but listening figures we do yeah i do i have uh work with a team that i'm quite lucky that we just record it they edit it they put it all together they launch it and do what they do and then they send me the figures in terms of subscriptions listens geographical locations of those people as well and i think and i'm quite honest about podcasting the idea behind podcasting was to look at just being a point of answering any questions and talking about real life situations that customers go through and customers have when buying homes or whatever the financial needs are i didn't did i expect anybody to listen no did i expect anybody to subscribe no did i just do it just because i wanted to do it absolutely but the feedback that we've had and the subscribers and the listeners it just we had a lead the other day like between christmas and new year when i can get my words out we had a lead come through and it was on the back of a podcast and the client's feedback was keep doing the podcast it was great gave me loads of information about what i needed i now need your advisor and that's the big thing for me it's not the idea of the podcast is not selling that's not what it's about it's just about giving the information to the clients exactly that's all it is and if somebody listens great if nobody does then fine i just enjoy 
talking into a mic and having a chat with you and and the rest of the team once a week and just chewing the fat, shall we say. So the podcasting world, absolutely here to stay. Well, I think we've all learned a lot in terms of podcasting. And when we first started, literally never done anything like that ever before. And But we seem to soon get into, into the swing of things. I know a few of us, we bought professional microphones. And I, I still listen, yeah, as I did, I still listen to some of them that were done on like mobile phones. And I must say, there's no comparison. The best ones that I listen to are always when they're done on the professional microphones. They sound superb. I've had lots of customers of mine that have said, yeah, I've had a listen and I heard the podcast on investments. Really good. Really, it struck home. It struck a chord with me. And I think that's the difficulty when you're doing these podcasts. It's just what level of technicalities do you put in there? Do you put a high level, a low level, mid-level? You're trying to think about the audience. And I think we did realise at some stage about last year that it seemed to be more effective when it was more of a conversational style of podcasting and I think yeah you'd probably agree with that would you yeah I don't definitely I totally agree with you and that's the it, it actually conveys to people then this is again the feedback that I've had it conveys to the people that are listening that we are human beings we can talk about various things and we, we do strip it down as much as we possibly can because I think that's the big thing with financial advising, mortgage broking is that mortgage brokers, financial advisors, not all of them, I'll just put that sort of caveat in, but a lot of them like to talk jargon, like to baffle the client with science and things like that, which really is it goes against everything that we do and what we want to do, we do with our clients. I think we do strip it down. We do ensure that they understand what, the, what they're doing, whether it's mortgage protection, investments, pensions, whatever, wherever it is, making sure that the client fully understands that. Yeah, I think we use the podcasting as a channel. I think the funny thing what was and is with podcasting is that when we first start to talk about this and do it as a firm, came in with it like the advisor's reaction. But you put your hand up straight away. I had no doubt about that. And you were the first person. You got the, the mic before I did. So you was the you was the guinea pig from a mic point of view, which is, does go back to the podcast that we did with Alex and Tom and his team at the lead engine and that's where it all started really the, mm. the ones that we did it's funny how we talk about what topics are, are current and what we need to talk about it then is how quickly you see people's hands going up and at the beginning it was sort of, I felt as though I, I was prying some of those arms into the air saying come on it'll be fine we'll be safe it's all okay it's gonna be okay come out of your comfort zone as I always talk about take yourself out of that comfort zone let's do this and then slowly but surely mm -hmm. you get people that then now they then do it and then all of a sudden it's that you don't I don't have to push anymore for any volunteers. That about who wants to podcast in this? And it's, uh, I'm not saying it is like this. It's like the, the kids in the class at school putting their hands up first. I'm like, please, please let me do that. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's like that. But it's still, it's, it's good to see the keenness of the advisors that they want to share their experience as well. I think that's the big thing with it. So it's not, I just ask the questions. I have got that easy job of just like you have today, asking questions mm -hmm. and yeah, no. making just in the right putting in the right place saying the right things uh, and making sure you're focused on uh, what people are answering and what people are asking like me when was that podcast that we did with sham and that what, whatever episode it was early doors went it when clearly i was thinking about the next question i was going oh. to ask me a question and it was a yes no answer and i just had to think i've got a 50 50 chance here of whether this oh, is going to be right or wrong yes 
and it was the right answer, was it? Yeah, it was the right answer. It was spot on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. it's the easy job. So, yeah, it is, uh, I do appreciate the time, the advice, and, I the, am and the client. I'm not. I'm sure how most of the listeners have. But, yeah, so going back to it, podcasting is here to stay. I think giving that information to yeah, no. clients is important. What else? Like that? We talked about the wealth solutions exciting times in terms of launching that brand even though we do already offer advice on retirement on the pension investment side of things wealth solutions is going to brand that we're going to launch in 2021 going to launch this year and that's exciting times for as well the other parts of things commercial mortgages so we've got our own in-house commercial mortgage specialist now which again is great for us as a firm we do refer quite a lot of business externally to our from a commercial mortgage point of view now, we start, as we start 2021, we've got our own commercial specialist in there as well. It's great to have Mike on the team looking at that. Whilst we're doing equity release, it's been a big thing for me to get as part of the brand. COVID hit that a little bit. We were, were really achieving great numbers in terms of clients we were talking to about equity release before COVID. Obviously, being a high-risk client, that put us on a bit of a different situation with face-to-face appointments and things like that. But equity releases back, and like not back because it was always here, but and we're still being continuing to doing it remotely. But uh, that's a thing for us as well in this year. And then business protection, one of the things that is talked about probably the least because it's from a a mortgage advisor point of view or a protection advisor point of view, talking about key person insurance or relevant life plans and things like that is a little bit unknown and it's a special subject all in itself. So again, that's why we have got a specialist now with it who is a business protection specialist because that is a huge need for a lot of clients that don't really all like if you're self employed and limited company and you've got your life insurance or personal life insurance, you've, you're missing a, a big trick and a big opportunity, which uh, Natalie's doing. We've got more podcasts booked in. We've got podcasts booked in with Mike about commercial. We've got podcasts coming up with uh, Natalie about business protection. So all exciting topics. Wills, we've got our own will writer in-house, Jane. So Jane's, all the advisors refer to Jane as well. So again, it's all with it. The, the big thing for me, I say control freak, so that's why. However, it's not about that. It's about the client's journey, and if we are, we've if we've got that in house, that specialist that can help with that client with their need from a brand and a team that trust already trust. That's a massive thing for me in terms of not referring to a third party, not sending it out somewhere else, not sending it into the ether, and then. The client chasing us, whether oh, I've not heard from that person, I've not heard that's just wrong. You understand in first hand, and that's not what how we work as a firm. It is about trust, it is about integrity, it is about speed of service. Yeah, these all exciting times ahead for this year, really. Exciting, very good. Okay, Craig, thanks very much uh, for being my guest today on um, the podcast. And I just want to thank you and everybody at CS Financial Group and wish them all a very happy 2021, along with all our clients out there and anybody listening to this podcast. So you can listen next time. Our guest next time will be Natalie Thompson. And the topic that she'll be discussing, as already previously mentioned, will be business protection. So really looking forward to that. So again, thank you for listening and take care. Chase, thanks very much for taking control. You did a great job, mate. Thank you. You're welcome.